Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Monash. On today's show, we're talking about what's old is new again. We're taking a deeper look at digital marketing. Why? Because every successful business needs to be known by its customers, and real estate businesses are no different. Some of you might be wondering why there's not a lot of advertising on the Real Estate Espresso podcast. We have had advertisements on the show in the past. At most, they were 30 seconds long. And these days, the show is free of advertising. Back in the good old days, marketers would spend money on advertising. They would run an ad on television. If you've just finished watching the latest crop of advertisements during the Super Bowl broadcast, these ads that make their debut at the Super Bowl are aimed at a broad audience. The advertisement for Doritos corn chips can't be directly measured as to how successful it is. We don't know who will go out and buy corn chips as a result of the commercial. Google had a very simple business model when it got into the paid search business. It charged five cents for the opportunity to be placed above the organic search results. And some businesses realized that their competitors were buying that ad space. Every time someone searched for Home Depot, an ad for Lowe's would appear. So Home Depot would offer to pay a higher price for that same ad. Eventually, it became an auction environment. The advertising auction price would rise to the point where the equilibrium was reached. Spend more on advertising and it didn't make financial sense. And if you spent any less, you were leaving business on the table. Google rose to becoming one of the most valuable companies on the planet with virtually zero sales force. I mean, think about it. They had zero sales force to achieve that market position. Yet they managed to siphon almost all of the marketing value out of the system with zero sales force. No business is changing. It used to be that commerce was sold through platforms. If you wanted to get your product to the consumer, you needed a platform. In some cases, you needed a company like Walmart to choose you, or maybe a national supermarket chain needed to choose you. The business model was rarely direct to consumer. You had to sell through a platform, through a channel, through a distribution channel. Google enabled companies to cut out the middleman and made it possible for these smaller businesses to go direct to consumer. But there was still a large percentage of commerce that was not using search in order to reach the end customer. Nobody uses Google to search for Coca-Cola or Pepsi. Nobody uses Google to buy their breakfast cereal. The fragmentation of the market through social media and now hundreds of TV channels means that there are not enough viewers for traditional TV advertising model to be effective. The net result is that TV advertising revenues are declining. You can rent a billboard by the side of the highway, but it's virtually impossible to know how effective that billboard is. But in the world of digital marketing, with pay-per-click, the ROI is easily measured. The advertising is direct to consumer. There's no middle layer obscuring your view of the transaction. Some businesses are starting to experience a loss of return on these platforms. Competitors are hiring services to covertly click on your ads to waste your ad budget. Platforms like Google and Facebook seem to be reaching the limitation of their platforms to extract more revenue from existing customers. In order for them to continue to grow, Google needs to find a way to get in the flow of commerce that would normally attract a company like General Motors, a company like Nestle or Pepsi Frito-Lay. These businesses are not using digital marketing platforms like search or social media, where the majority of eyeballs today are spending the majority of their time. Unless Coca-Cola is going to start selling direct-to-consumer, which is not very likely, how can those businesses reach their customers? The direct-to-consumer advertising model isn't a fit for them. The general advertising model hasn't been well-developed for those Fortune 500 businesses that sell to a mass market. So if you're in business, you can sell through a platform like Walmart, or you can sell direct-to-consumer. You could use another platform like Amazon, 
It's just another search engine with a delivery service attached to it. They've got a lower barrier to entry than a platform like Walmart. But if you're not adept at digital marketing on the Amazon search platform, you're not going to be very successful there either. I'm hearing from behind-the-scenes sources that Google plans to change the emphasis on new forms of advertising that are tailor-made for the kinds of businesses that today are advertising on television or on billboards. The world of television advertising hasn't changed its format in 50 years. They still subject the viewer to five minutes of advertising every half hour. Google, on the other hand, has figured out that the viewer attention span is much shorter than five minutes. Most viewers will not tolerate five minutes of advertising without changing the channel. Google ads, on the other hand, are no longer than 15 seconds. Many are under 10 seconds. So what does this mean for you as a business owner? It means that the already saturated online world is about to get even noisier. In my view, the world of interruption marketing is becoming less and less effective. Those who master the art of building a relationship with their customers and with their audience are those who ultimately are going to win. As you think about that, pay very close attention to how the world of advertising is changing. Have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.